0: Welcome back all you rags and to all you shinies. Welcome to the 1313 Podcast. I'm Tommy, and in this episode, I'm gonna be coming at you with another HasLab pitch. Just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that enjoyed the first one. This is the type of video that I've been meaning to make for a really long time. I've had tons of ideas, and it's content that you don't see a lot of on the collecting side of YouTube right now. So I really appreciate you guys showing support for the first one, so I thought I'd follow it up with another idea that I thought would be equally as cool, if not more. Before we get into the video, make sure to consider subscribing to our YouTube channel if you're not already, ring that bell icon, consider joining our YouTube channel membership, 99 cents a month, you get exclusive access to our blooper reels for some of our content and some other awesome features, as well as consider joining us on Patreon, we have three separate tiers and at our Gungan Boss tier, we do monthly giveaways, you get discounts on merch and all kinds of stuff like that. Also join our Discord, tons of awesome collectors in there, everything is linked in the description below. But now that I'm finished blabbing about our self promotion, let's talk about this HasLab idea. So in this episode, I'm going to be hitting you with another Black Series HasLab idea. This idea came in part from my good friend 212hunter on Instagram and Twitch. Make sure to go check him out. He's a great friend of the channel and he's our top donator on Patreon. So shout out to you, Hunter. You're the best. But recently I was talking with Hunter and he suggested that I come up with one for the TX-130 Republic Hover Tank from the Star Wars Battlefront franchise. Now, I thought this was a fantastic idea. The Battlefront franchise was a huge part of my childhood and my high school and college years, whether it be the old Battlefront 2 back in 2005 or the newer version that EA made back in 2017, the Hover Tank appeared in both of those titles and it is a very, very memorable vehicle from those games. So as with most Haslabs, I chose to stick with a theme on this one. And the theme on this one is that this is going to be the TX-130 from the 2005 edition of Battlefront 2. Now the reason I decided to go with this version is because 2025 will Mark the 20th anniversary of that game's release, so I thought it would be really fitting to release this Hazlab in tandem with that anniversary. If you ask anybody in their 20s or older about a memorable Star Wars video game, I guarantee you the original Battlefront 2 from 2005 is going to be on that top five of their most memorable games. So I thought it would be more fitting to fit this Hazlab with this game. As much as I love the new Battlefront 2 title, I thought it would be more of an homage to give it to this older title. So first let's talk about size. Now when it comes to the six inch scale Haslabs, you can't really work with anything that's too big because you have to think about shelf space, size, things like that. So. I was keeping that in mind when I was trying to figure out the scale for this HasLab. Now, this one was a lot easier to find dimensions for because they're right on Wikipedia. I was able to find the length, the height, the width. I was able to convert those from meters into feet and then into inches so that I can get you as accurate of a description as possible for the size of this vehicle. So first, let's start off with the height. The height of this vehicle is going to be seven and a half inches. Now this doesn't seem like a very big size, especially since I had the Separatist AAT stand much taller. But if you look at the size of this vehicle when it's not hovering, it is just about as tall as a trooper. So from the bottom of the vehicle to the top of the turret, this thing will stand at 7.5 inches. Now the length is where we get a little crazy. So from the back end of the tank to the front of the two wings, I'll call them quote unquote on the front of the vehicle, this thing is going to be at 26 inches long. Now this is a number that really kind of surprised me i didn't expect this vehicle to be this big but looking at reference photos most of that does come from the two wings that stick out on the front of the vehicle a lot of that length comes from that so it does seem like an accurate representation and when you look at it Two feet across is really not that big, especially when you're looking at this scale. And then the width of the vehicle is gonna be 10 inches. This is pretty similar to how the Separatist AAT looks. So aside from the length, these vehicles are actually pretty similar in size. The AAT is going to be a lot taller than the TX-130, but the TX-130 is going to be a lot longer. Overall, this will still fit on a regular action figure shelf. If you were to have the thing sitting facing towards you uh, straight ahead. It would be hanging off the shelf a little bit, but since it's back heavy, that wouldn't be an issue. And yeah, it would be sticking off, but you wouldn't have to worry about it falling off the shelf. Additionally, you could also put the vehicle on your shelf sideways, and it would look just as good. Now, looking at the original reference material from Star Wars Battlefront II, as well as looking at other reference photos from encyclopedias and such, I was able to find a pretty accurate description of how many troopers you could fit inside this tank. Now, if you remember from the old Battlefront 2 game, there were up to two players that could operate this tank. One would man the turret on the top and the other would man the vehicle itself. And accurate to that, there will be enough interior space inside the tank to house one figure of a six inch scale as the driver or the pilot of the vehicle. And then you can fit an additional trooper or figure sitting in the mounted turret on top. So yes, keeping true to the original Battlefront game that this tank hails from, you get two figures that can fit inside this vehicle. Now a feature that I thought would be really cool with this tank is having removable panels. Uh, Looking at the interior of this and seeing all the munitions that are inside is really cool. So on the two wings of the vehicle, as well as on various parts of the cockpit area, there will be tons of paint applications of the innards of the vehicle underneath these removable panels. Now for collectors this is really cool because you're gonna wanna have displayability to this. You're gonna wanna have options and having just a big hunk of plastic is not exactly enticing to a lot of people. So having a simple feature like removable panels is gonna be a really good feature for action figure photography and for displaying it on the shelf. Now the tank does have a cannon on either side of the main hall, the main cockpit area so those will be able to go 360 degrees on a swivel, of course, until they run into the wings themselves. Additionally, you will be able to articulate these quote unquote wings, as I keep calling them on the bottom sides of the tank. In the video games, you do see that's how it gets around, that's how it maneuvers. So I thought it would be a really cool touch to have them articulate on this piece as well. In addition to that, obviously, we have to have that top turret have some articulation. So I thought it would be cool to have it spin a full 360 degrees on a swivel and have the Canon itself be able to look up to 90 degrees up, and then straightforward as well. Another cool action feature that I thought would be cool would be to have some of the missiles on the interior of the ship be removable. Again, this would be really cool for figure photography. You could have troopers posed up, loading the missiles into the vehicle. I thought this is a good touch. Not exactly a play feature per se, but definitely adds to the displayability and to the intricacy of this product. Now on this topic, something that I thought would be cool would be to add two figures at the base offering instead of just one. Now, when I did the AAT, I only added one figure and that was because you would have needed four to man the entire tank. And really the only one that matters and the one that's iconic is the one that sits on the top of the turret at the hatch there. With this, I feel like the two player aspect was such a big part of this vehicle when the game came out that having two figures would be really important. So the first figure to add would really just be a repack. It would honestly be identical to this Commander Apo figure for the Black Series. You would just have this figure right here and you would maybe darken up the blue a little bit to make it a little more accurate to the video game, and you would give him his DC-15 blaster, maybe a thermal detonator if you wanted to, but that was your main grunt for a lot of the Republic missions in that game, so I thought that would be a fitting release, and it wouldn't be too much because it's not too much exclusive, and it's a figure that's already been out, so it gives you more incentive to army build, and also it makes sense with this product. Now, with the other trooper, I thought it would be fun to do something new, so the second one is going to be the phase two clone trooper engineer from the original game. Now this guy has a brand new helmet sculpt as well as a brand new accessory. The engineers in the game have these little repair tools they can use to repair the medical droids and the gonk droids and turrets and other vehicles and things in the game so I thought giving him that accessory would be really cool and to be honest when I think about this vehicle this is a character that would jump in the vehicle a lot in my opinion so I think it fits really well. He's also going to come with the DC-15 blaster as well. His is more of a shotgun in the video game, but it looks really close to what we see with the DC-15, so I think this accessory is still suitable for this figure. All in all, this will fund at 7,000 backers, and I'm going to give this one a price tag of $200, equivalent to what I gave the Separatist AAT. These are vehicles of a similar scale. They're similar size. There's a a similar amount of effort that goes into them. Uh, This one has a little bit less articulation than the AAT does, in my opinion, uh, but it is a longer vehicle than the AAT, so it's a little bit give and take. I think $200 is a fair price. Could I see Hasbro going a little higher than that? Yeah, but I do think that this is in the ballpark of what's realistic. Now, of course, as with all Haslabs, we talk about the infamous tiers and I I won't lie. I had a little bit of a hard time coming up with four tiers that would be really good for this vehicle that would add to the vehicle and not take away from it. When I think about tiers for a Haslab, I try to think about stuff that's going to enhance the vehicle itself rather than an extra thing that you would want to get the Hazlab, so that you could get the stretch goal in my opinion the tiers should be things that enhance the thing that you're already wanting to get and because it's just a vehicle in the original battlefront 2 game i kind of just decided to play around with some of my favorite features from the republic faction in the original Battlefront 2 title. Now, the exact same way I did the last Hazlab, these are going to go in even jumps of 2,000 backers. So every 2,000 backers, another tier will unlock, and in this case, I decided to do four again because I was able to come up with four that I thought were original enough. So four tier one, unlocked at 9,000 backers, we have the phase one clone trooper engineer. This guy's gonna come with the same accessories that the phase two clone trooper engineer comes with, but in this case, we get another brand new head sculpt. Funnily enough, the phase one clone trooper appearance that we see has the pilot head sculpt that we see from Attack of the Clones and from the early seasons of the Clone Wars. He's got some really cool yellow paint decos that stand out as well as that little box that a lot of the pilots have in the front with the tubes that go up to the back of the helmet. I think this is another thing that enhances the product. And it it makes it so that if you want to have phase one troopers posed up with this vehicle instead of phase two troopers, now you have that option. Again, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing super, super exciting, but I think that this is something enough that just enhances the vehicle that you're already getting. And again, this makes it so that you're already getting three figures with this vehicle. So you already have two that can man the vehicle and then an extra one. And realistically as well, you can't see inside the cockpit of the vehicle, so you can always just stick whoever you want in there. Now, moving on to tier two, we're jumping up to 11,000 backers at tier two, which unlocks another new action figure. And with this one, we are doing the Republic Galactic Marine with his shoulder mounted Gatling gun. Now, in my opinion, this figure was one of my absolute favorites from the game. The Galactic Marines were my favorite. My father is a United States Marine. So for me, it was always cool to be able to play as the equivalent, in my opinion, uh, the Marines in Star Wars. So this was one of my favorite characters to play as. For the most part, he's just going to be a repaint of the Imperial Snow Trooper for the Black Series that's already out. But there are some new parts to him, like a pauldron and such, and the coloring is going to be brand new as well and you get that brand new accessory that is the shoulder-mounted Gatling gun, as I mentioned before. This is a really cool accessory. It's gonna be nice and beefy, and this is just another figure that's going to enhance this product. You could have this whole thing, in my opinion, as a display on a shelf on its own, and people are gonna look at it, and it's gonna make them feel nostalgic for the original Battlefront 2. Now let's look at tier three, which is unlocked at 13,000 backers. This is a tier that I really wanted to hone in on enhancing the vehicle itself. So this is actually going to have two parts to this tier. It's a two for one deal. For the first part of this, you're gonna be getting blast effects. Now, as I've done with the AAT before, blast effects just enhance it. You can have blast effects that show that maybe the tank is getting shot at. You can have blast effects that go from the laser cannons on the sides or the laser cannon on the top. You'll have some at the bottom that act like missiles are firing again, these are great for figure photographers and it's great for the dynamics of the shelf display. Additionally, too, I wanted to give this one a hover stand. Uh, I didn't do this with the AAT, but for this one, because the wings articulate, I thought it would be a cool feature to have a hover stand so that if you wanted, you could have it so that the wings are folded down a little bit and it can actually look like it's floating in the air. This will just be done with a translucent clear plastic like they've done with their speeder bikes before, have a little bit of a cloud effect underneath it like the Mandalorian uh, white speeder bike that came out with the Scout Trooper with Grogu. I think this would be a really cool addition to the product and really enhance the displayability of it. Now finally for tier four, which is unlocked at 15,000 backers, I thought it would be really cool to do another two for one kind of deal with some figures this time. And for this, I decided to go with the medical droid and the gonk droid from the Battlefront 2 maps. Now, these two droids show up on every single map in the original Battlefront 2, for those who don't know, and they're pretty iconic. Now, for one, the medical droid, if you stand near it, it increases your health, and if you stand near the gonk droid, it gives you ammunition. It helps so you can stay in the fight longer and finding them or destroying them so that other players can't get to them was a big part of the game back in the day. And I figured it would be a cool addition just because the engineer is one of the main parts of the base offering and the repair tool that he has directly interacts with those droids. I thought this would be a really cool touch. The medical droid will have articulating arms and a swiveling base as well as a swiveling neck and the gonk droid will have articulate legs as well. All in all, I thought this was a really fun HasLab to do. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Do you think it's good on the price? Do you think it should be cheaper, more expensive? Do you think the tiers are okay? How about the base offering? Do you think that more figures should be involved, less figures? What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. I've been really enjoying doing this series and brainstorming with you guys. Uh, Let me know what you guys think because I think this would back all day and uh, I think it'd be a great offering to do for the upcoming 20th anniversary of the original Battlefront 2 title. So again, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I love talking with you guys in the comments about these HazLab pitches. I've got plenty more on the way. I think for my next one, I'm going to do an original trilogy era pitch. So let me know what you guys think if I should do that or not. But I hope you all enjoy this video and I'll catch it in the next one. May the force be with you.